smoke whiskey. I think, I think, listen, whiskey. Mark, listen, hold on. When I say, would you have caffeine today? What the hell is that up here? How much coffee did you drink Listen, you can't polish a sneaker, right? <laughs> throw, throw tomatoes at me, do whatever you're going to do. It's Corso and Catone. Welcome in to Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. And I'm joined, as always, by Mark Catone and your calls, 855-313-PATS, 855-313-7287. And Joe Guarneri, our producer director, has got us up on YouTube with the live chat going. So chat in. Call in. We want to hear from you. We've got a good, good show tonight. We've got a lot to talk about Celtics, Bruins, Red Sox, Patriots, of course. And we're going to be joined by, by our NASCAR expert, uh, Chad Campbell, uh, later on in the show. But, Mark, listen, um, let's get right into it. I mean, the Celtics, you know, they, they, they're the story right now. And we've got pa- Patriots talk to talk about. But, you know, Celtics are in season. Um, and, and, look. It's still coming back to Danny Ainge. It's talking about what's the matter with the Celtics. And now people start to question, you know, Tatum and Brown and and why aren't these guys motivated? So now Ainge says um, they're not good enough. And it's on, now it's on him. Now he's saying it's on him. Um, you know, before he said, you know, we don't have the right pieces. You know, we're not good enough to contend. Uh Mark, you, you can't get it. You can't get a straight answer out of him. He goes back and forth. He wobbles like a weevil. You know what right. I mean? I don't. He, you, he goes back and forth with his statements. He's actually making a fool of himself. Actually, I mean, just you know, man up and say, "Hey, our roster is not good enough. I constructed it. I was wrong. I misjudged some of the talent on this team, and we're gonna make we're gonna make changes." Because they obviously need changes, Chris. You know, I understand Marcus Smart. Obviously, is probably more of an important piece to this team than we even thought. Right. I'm thinking, but, but but I also don't think Brown and Tatum are at the level we think they're at either, Chris. They're not there yet. And I don't know if they'll ever be there. I don't know. I don't, I mean, you want to talk about a top five, six, seven guy in the league. Those are the guys that carry teams, to championships. I don't know if either one of these guys have the DNA to do that. I'm not talking raw ability. I'm talking the DNA. It takes more to become one of those guys than just raw ability. You know, it takes leadership skills and different types of things where you want to be that macho guy in the, in, in the, in, on the floor and in the, in the huddle. They, that doesn't seem to be part of their DNA, Chris. Well, look, and, and I listen, I will give Mark, I'm going to give Mark props because last week before any, you know, on a show last week, Mark was saying, Mark, you were saying this last week talking about uh, who do you blame? I asked you, how do you, who do you blame? And he said, I blame Danny Ainge. I blame Danny Ainge because of these things, and he's making the moves, and he hasn't made a good move free agent-wise since Garnett and so on and so forth. And, Mark, now now he's coming out and saying basically the same stuff, the same crap that you were saying last week. And, yeah, you know, know now the owner, the owner comes out, and so the owner comes out and says, wink here, there. He says, uh, look, they're not good enough. We thought, we thought Kyrie was going to be there forever. Mark, how could how could this fool think something like? I mean, this guy, you know, how could you think something like that with how Listen, he I honestly, what he did in Chris, Cleveland? Chris, I, mean, what, I honestly think I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Kyrie, I guess, sold him a bill of goods. I honestly think that that when they brought him in, their initial conversations with him were you're going to be here long term, and I think Kyrie agreed. And something when he got here turned him off, whether it was Stevens. 
whether it was, I'm going to go back to that DNA of, of, of Brown and Tatum, something turned Kyrie off real quick. And yeah. if you remember, Chris, it was like early spring. Just before they said he was out for the season with his knee, you could tell Kyrie was done here. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, he came out and he told he told the fans, he told you people, you know, in front of the whole garden there. Nah, this is where this is where I'm going to be. This is where I want to be. And, and so on uh, and so forth. You know, and it, that's Kyrie being Kyrie. And everybody just says that's Kyrie. But Mark, if you're Ainge, if you're Wink, if you're Stevens, if you're these guys that are deciding to bring this guy in, were you not paying attention to what the hell went on in Cleveland? I mean, were you not looking at that? Were you not looking at LeBron, you know, basically, basically oh, yeah. LeBron called him a big baby, you he know, did. and, and, he and, did. and now here he comes over here and, and look, I'm starting to wonder, and I keep going back and forth and wondering to myself, okay, so was Kyrie right about the young guys and Brown and Tatum and uh, about those guys doing what's necessary to get things done? Because look, I mean, he's in Brooklyn right now. He's in Brooklyn right now and he's getting it done there. I mean, they're getting it done. They're, they're playing. They're working and playing well with others. And you're dealing with a coach that's has less pedigree than than Stevens does. And Nash, I mean, yeah, Nash has the respect. But of Nash, a but Nash, player. but I was going to say, but Nash played. Yeah, right? he played, but but nonetheless, and was, I mean, I, Na and Nash was a good player, Chris. He was. He was a good player, and he was a good he's leader. But I'll tell you something. Leader. I saw. I'll tell you something. I saw the other day. I'm watching a Nets game, and they're in the huddle. And Kyrie's talking and, 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 oh, Harden. It was Harden that was talking. He was giving instructions to the team and behind him with the, behind them. Now the huddle is like here and, and huddles and um, Harden's talking to them and behind them out of the huddle is, is Nash. And Nash well, Chris, is standing there with look, like, Chris, oh, this guy look, doing? But Chris, but Chris, if you look at the last three teams that um, LeBron's won championships with, and, and that's what the yeah. and that's what the huddle has looked like on those three teams. He did yeah. it with Cleveland. He did it even with Miami because Spolstice was was uh, almost like a rookie coach at the time when they when they brought him in down there to win championships. And 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 even now with the Lakers, that guy's not a coach. The guy at the yeah. Lakers, he's not coaching no. that team. So I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe you see all the veterans know. do. It. You see Brady do it. You see yeah. LeBron do it. You see guys you know, like this. So and now that seems to be the trend that's across the, trend. the league, right? Yeah. Is that these guys? Well, are and, now and I'm going to be honest with you, Chris. That's not Tatum and Browns. They're not. That's not them yet. And I don't know if it ever will be. But that's not them. So Brad Stevens is going to have to get in the huddle and coach. And I get that. But they just don't have. The, they need an alpha male to come yeah. in there to lead this team. And I think. Kyrie wanted to be, but for some reason he just couldn't mesh with Tatum and Brown. But they need that alpha male, and they don't have it. Smart, I think, has that. He has that about him, but he doesn't have the skill level to be that alpha male. He thinks in his head he is. He thinks he's better than he really is. But you need somebody with Smart's moxie and Tatum and Brown's ability. You need to like like put those two, make like one player out of all of that. Yeah. You know? Well then, so so then I the question I have to ask then is where so where did this go off the rails? Okay, I mean, was it you know was it was it okay was it Kyrie leaving? Was it Hayward leaving? Was it Hawford? When did this thing go 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 south on that mock? Because I mean, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals. What th uh, three years in a row? I want to say they were. they were. So where did it go sideways then? 
If you want to take the bubble out of it, well, Chris, you I want think, to take the bubble think, out of it because the bubble yeah. was just the, uh, you know, but the two years prior, they're in the they're in the conference final. Well, because Chris, I think if you look at the construction of the team, one team had Horford and Rogier, and and they, they had other pieces of guys that were veterans. Or, Morris or Rogier wasn't Morris. Like they had other guys, Chris, that could contribute. They have nothing other than their. Five guys, six. What? They got six guys. They got nothing. Look at the that bench, Chris. I mean, it's horrible, horrible. Yeah. They got nothing. You got five or six guys, and then the rest of the guys, they're lucky they're in the league. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess the argument can be made that that this thing went. And age put that together. Yeah, I guess the argument can be made that that this thing went south when Kyrie left. Yeah. But you know the but oh. the thing about it is because here's the well, problem. Chris, they, but, Mark, but this Chris, thing they was had supposed in to their be... head. But Chris, they had in their head when they brought in Kyrie. Their grand plan was always to bring in Kyrie. You got Brown and Tatum, and all of a sudden you would be able to recruit Anthony Davis to come here, and that didn't happen. Well, look, I mean, because remember when when they made which was a great deal, which was a great move by by Ainge, selling off, you know, Garnett, Pierce. That was supposed to be the death of Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. That that was supposed to be their death and the Celtics' rebirth, right? That's what the Brooklyn's back, and now Brooklyn's back because of this whole Kyrie. So to me, it it sort of went off the rails when Kyrie left. So Chris, and then you so throw Chris, Hayward gl- into the mix too. I mean, but I don't Chris, think- I'm, but Chris, I'm glad you brought up that Brooklyn deal. So that's a perfect example. Okay, great. You brought in Tatum and you brought in Brown with some of those picks. I think that you got from from Brooklyn, which. Is great. You got two young st- guys now, stars, right? But that also shows you how inconsequential the draft picks are. Brooklyn gave up all their draft picks, and lo and behold, they're the, they're the number one team right now in the league to win a championship because they brought in three free agents. Well, right now, look, yeah, and, and so if you talk about you that, bring in Durant, you bring in Hard, you trade for Harden, you bring in Irving. You don't need draft picks. They haven't had a, a first round draft pick in years. No, you have the to Celtic and, trade, and you have to believe that if you have to believe that if Kyrie stayed on this team, Durant was not far behind, right? Well, somebody would have been here. You eventually would have got a veteran to come here, a, a star to play with him. You you would have. I don't, who it would have been, I don't know, but he would have eventually recruited somebody, Chris, to play with these guys. Well, so and, maybe, this... and if that happened, though, Chris, you may not have been able to give a max contract to Tatum and Brown. You might have had to get rid of one of them to bring in the veteran. Well, the the the, the screw out about it, Mark, is you may end up getting one of those guys anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That may end up happening anyway. Right, and so Chris. now, You're now right. that's even worse. That's right. even You're further. Right. You, you go right. further. Okay. So at this point, so they're missing that third guy. Yeah. I mean, they're missing that third guy to need. So, so the guy that's playing well right now is Kemba. You know, so Kemba's in the last three games, Kemba's averaging 28 points a game. Yeah. Now I get it. It's only three games. And the problem with him is the consistency, the knee, the issues, the, the, the injury issues, the consistency yeah. of it. But you see him. You see him staying on the court now. You see him, and, and you like you hope to believe that that's going to become a trend and he's going to do that. However, should there be some thought right now, and I'm not sure we can get for him, because, look, what this team needs is a third guy and or the role guys on the bench, the Morris, that kind of guy, the Eddie House, you know, the, the guys that, that, that did play the dirty work, did their job, played the role, I love Walter, all of that stuff. Right. Can you trade Kemba and get 
either or can you can you get that third guy or can you get someone? You're not going to get the, you know you're not getting that third guy for Kemba. Chris. No, I don't mean no. I don't mean the third guy that's a superstar. I mean the third guy that can score, but but you know he's not going to be you know he's not Anthony Davis. He's not you know he's yeah, not. But Chris, uh, what happened? But if you get rid of Kemba, Giannis. who? But if you get rid of Kemba, who who's going to take that position? Well, because the problem, Mark, the thing is, you don't need a Kemba. You don't need Kemba. You don't need a scorer at the point. Well, guard Chris, position the last but Chris, the last two games that they've won. Have been because of Kemba. I they get probably that. they probably would have lost two more games in a row. I, I understand that, but you but you know technically speaking, if Brown and Tatum are right, you don't really need the point guard to be a scorer. You need a guy to facilitate at that at that state. Pritchard could turn into be turn out to be that guy, or you yeah. could bring another guy in with some role guys. Point I'm making yeah. is if Tatum and Brown are going to be your staples and they're going to be your scorers, then if Kemba's oper if Kemba's you know. If Kemba right now is the only, it seems the only asset other than Brown and Tatum, which they clearly don't want to move on from, then I think you have to consider moving this guy. To get yeah, I just, no, you're right. I just trend. don't know. I just don't know what you'll get for him because he's he, only because he's he's damaged goods, Chris. Everybody in the league knows he's one tweak away from being out for the season with that knee, right? So you may get a bench guy for him. I just don't know how good of a bench guy you'll actually even get because. Like I said, he's damaged goods. And the other thing with, with Brown and Tatum, Chris, you mentioned, you know, you need someone to facilitate if they're if they're on their game and they're scoring. I would argue they need to facilitate. They get nobody else involved in the game. Yeah, right now so, it's hero. So, it's hero so ball. It's hero ball. So so I think you they need to do some facilitating themselves. Yeah, it's getting and real I'm not saying and I'm not saying the roster is constructed for them to do that necessarily. But if you brought in some other pieces. They're going to have to facilitate to get those guys involved, Chris. Well, yeah, Mark, because it is hero ball. It's isos. Yeah. It's, you know, pull up, throw a, throw a shot in from, from you know, beyond the three-point, you know, four feet past the three-point line, throwing that shot up, that fadeaway three-pointer, you know, that Tatum, rather than get to the hole. Now, the other night, you know, this just goes to show you, was he, and I think it was against the Wizards, where – is he just outdueling Bradley Beal, his buddy, his friend? Is that what I would? He's doing? He I would love to trade. I would love to trade for Bradley. Yeah. Beal. Well, he, here's the thing, though. So he's twelve. He was twelve. He ended twelve of twenty-two, which is terrible. That's a crap percentage, Mark. He ends twelve of twenty-two, but he scored thirty-one points. Now, by the end of the third quarter, I think he had like twenty points, twenty-one, twenty, something like that. And in the fourth quarter, he he went off. But did he go off in order to match? match Beal because Beal scored 41 in that game was yeah. he trying to match him did he even give a crap about you know who else was involved because it seemed to me to be a lot of hero ball and it's getting annoying as hell to watch that that plus the lack of leadership by these two guys now I know they're young but Mark they're young but they're guys that have been in three the guys that have been in Eastern Conference Finals. Well, Chris, I was just going to say, they're not that young anymore, Chris. The years are ticking, man. I mean, they've been in the league. I mean, Brown's been in the league, what, four years? I mean, yeah. eventually you're going to have to say, okay, now, you know, you, you, you have to take that jump to the next level. I, I mean, this this may just be what these guys give you. Um, and I think, and, it, I think I, it's so, a, you know, I think it's a it's a sign of what it is today, too. Because you see Brown. Okay, now Brown is out. He's out with an injury. You can't tell me. You cannot. Nobody's going to sit there and tell me. And if you think, if you people think I'm wrong, then I want to hear from you right now. 
because you can't tell me that he's sitting out. Okay, he's sitting out because he's getting he's resting up for that All Star game. That's a big deal to these guys that they're, they're all stars together now, the first time together, and they're going out there and they're playing with all their buddies to show to show up. You know, that's he he in my opinion, he's resting up to get there's no doubt in my mind that he's resting up to get ready for the all-star game. So so instead of instead of getting better for Celtics games, he's getting better for an all-star game. Mock, if that doesn't speak to what the hell it is today in this game, you know. Larry Bird would lose his mind. You know, yeah, you know no, what I'm saying? Yeah, Over things like those, this. Those days are gone. Well, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, yeah. you know, I, but I don't think LeBron does that. I don't think LeBron is that way. I no. mean, he, he, he came out and said how absurd was to play. Well, he didn't have an all-star game yet. He did. So he would choose you know. not to do it. Guys like Brady skipped the pro bowl. Then this guy's resting up to play in the all-star game. If that doesn't say that's a problem, I don't know what is. And Mark, the other question is this to me. They need their ass kicked by somebody. Well, that's so not if you Steve, want to that's say, not Stevens. Right. If you want to say they're young guys and say, okay, they're young and, you know, they don't really. Well, then they need their ass kicked by somebody. Yeah, so who's going to do it? Yeah, that's not Stevens. No, he's not going to do it. He's not going to no. do it. And, 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 and the question I have is why? Why is it today you can't get in these guys' faces anymore? Why? Well, Chris, what you call it said that they, there's no, not that you're supposed to fear your coaches, but I guess it's a level of respect. And he used the wrong the word fear, and and I don't. And, and then he said, I don't mean fear as an afraid, but but he meant it more as a respect type of thing. Was Kendrick Perkins said that these guys you got like the, uh, Theus and uh, Tice and um, uh, Tristan Thompson, they're getting rebounds instead of look looking up and kicking the ball out to guys that are wide open. They they're throwing the ball back up off the top of the backboard. It's a missed shot. He said, they, they, there's no fear of. Stevens getting in their grill and saying, sit on the damn bench. You got the guys open, kick the ball out. He don't do that. He just lets them do it. Mark, even two years ago, even with Kyrie there, Yo, come okay. On. Steven, Steven's brand was you're going to play good defense and the ball's going to move. The ball's going to move. It's going to move from side to side. Well, They're going to cross going, court. Chris, and it's that going doesn't to happen move. anymore. I don't know. No, it doesn't happen. On. It's disgusting. You know why? Tatum, Tatum's got this chip commercial now, a potato. They're more, they're more worried about this potato chip brand that he's got his face on the potato chip well, bag than they are about playing basketball. Well, which is what this point, was, which Chris, speaks to where we are in this country so right now, too, Mark. Point, well, 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 at some point, Chris, they're going to have to make a decision. Do you do you try to use one of those guys as your chip to bring in a different star? You trade once if they you want if we want to consider them young stars, do you trade one young star for another young star and change the DNA of this team? I don't know. That that's something that's going to have to be decided. I mean, yeah, how Mark, long do you roll to... with, how long do you roll with both of them? Maybe well, one of them has to go to bring in another young star of equal value. Maybe Mark, maybe the... they need to change the scenery and another guy needs to change the scenery. But the problem is, but the problem is, if it needs to be a star that can run the ship. No, no, I agree. Or you got to change the coach. No, I agree with that. I agree with that, Chris. Yeah. Or you got to change the coach. It's got to be a guy like LeBron that could get in the huddle and take care of it himself. A well, guy yeah, like you're Harden. not going to get a guy like him. But, but you know but, what I mean? The, the, no, the type of guy that, that Nash is standing behind Harden instead of standing in front. Either yeah. that, or you get some guy who doesn't give a rat's ass about getting in somebody's face and getting mm-hmm. in somebody's grill, regardless. So I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's issues of I don't know if it's so I'm not falling on one side or another. I don't care about that, but I don't know if it's social issues or what's going on in the world and the country where 
these coaches can't come down on these guys. They can't bust their chops and bust their – they just can't do it. It doesn't seem to be happening anywhere. It just seems like the players, you know, they could do what they want. They can request trades to go anywhere. Contracts mean nothing anymore to anyone. You know, and so that seems to be – that seems to be what's happening. But the one thing I will get on Stevens about, okay, Williams. To me – Williams should be starting right now. How the hell are you coming out with? And I'm not saying I understand how Tice played down the stretch. Okay, I understand. All right, how no. how, how how Tice played down the stretch in that Wizards game, but they always first of all I don't like the fact that they start the game with two centers. That's the first thing, you know, the two bigs. Tristan Thompson, really? Well, Chris, Williams Will- should be starting over. Williams him, period. gives you a heck of a lot more upside. The athleticism is off yeah. the charts. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I understand he doesn't get back all the time. He, you know, he screws up on defense here and there. And he does man. get silly fouls, fouls yeah, sometimes. Yeah, he gets but, in the foul trouble. But that's young. But, that, you're gonna have to de- live with that. But that guy should be starting. That guy should be playing more. And that's squarely on Stevens right now. Yeah, I'm not is. sure what the hell he's doing over there. But, well, he claims know, he's trying to manage. We gotta get him the break, and, but, He claims he's trying to manage him and rest him because he's had some injuries, Chris, and he wants him for the long haul. And allegedly, now I, I read this somewhere that. He's going to turn him into a, a big minutes guy as you get further into the spring and into the playoffs. Well, I, I, I'm waiting to see if that's actually the truth. I don't know. We'll see what happens when we come back. We got it. We got it. Somebody, somebody just chatted in. I'm not sure the name, but you know, there's an L on the uh, L on the side. I'm not sure what that means. You know me with technology, but someone's chatting in. Who is the all-time goat? Michael Jordan or Tom Brady? It's an interesting question. And you know what? We'll get to that on the other side. More Corso and Catone after this. It's that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Back in with more Corso and Catone, thanking the people over at Corso Law Group, and I especially want to thank them. I wouldn't be able to do what I do without the good people over there taking, uh, picking up the slack. So, so Mark, the question that was chat, you know, the, the, the chat and the, the question was posed to us is, before we get to the Bruins, who is the all-time GOAT, Michael Jordan or Tom Brady? What do you got, Mark? One's got six, one's got seven, you know. <laughs> what do you think? I'll let you uh, go first. I'll let you go first. Listen, I think they're one and I'm one. I'm hanging a. you. I'm hanging Mark right up. You're the hanging line. me. You're going to hang me, Chris. <laughs> I think they're one and one A, but I'm... I, I, uh, you know what? That's say, crap. What? That's, you know what? That's garbage, Catone. Uh, Come what? on. You know, one in one A. Come yeah. on, pick somebody. I'm gonna pick somebody. If somebody's one A, then I'm gonna pick somebody. Pick one and two. All right. Well, one. So 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 listen, the goat the is G O A. The fans in New England aren't gonna like this, but at one, I'm gonna pick Michael Jordan. Okay. Hey, listen. Uh, you and know, the only reason why? I'm gonna why? pick Michael Jordan is because Michael Jordan. There's no wrong answer here. Michael Jordan actually changed 
the game of basketball. What he did had never been seen before. Yes, Brady's got seven championships, absolutely. And and no one's ever done that. So what he's done, no one's ever done before. However, his physical ability on the field, what Jordan did on the basketball court, no one had, you'd never seen anyone do before. What Brady does, leadership-wise and things like that, I get it. But what he does on the field, there's been other quarterbacks who have done that, right? You know, I mean, and that's the my deciding point factor between the greatest of all time. I'll go with Jordan, but Brady is just behind him, and and I'll say Brady's too. In, in so my Jordan, opinion. so Jordan's goat and Brady's goa. We'll, we'll well, that's my opinion. What do you think? What do you say, Chris? <laughs> Listen, you know, did I, the I, well, I, wait a minute, though, did the caller tell us who who they rated? No, and let us know who do you, who do let you us think? Know. Chat back in. Tell us if you agree with tell us. us who, who do they you rate? think is, yeah. is the great is the goat? But my take on this is. And I don't think there's a wrong answer here. I'm no, with you. There I mean, isn't. I I don't think there's a wrong answer, but I will come down on one side. I understand. And here's the thing. And it's a great, it's actually a great comparison because you're comparing the two best players of their sport of all time. Yep. Okay. So now you can compare, you're comparing apples to apples now. You know, yeah. it isn't like, well, make comparing LeBron to Brady or or yeah. or or Russell to Brady. You know, it's it's Jordan, it's Brady. So, and I don't think anybody questions whether or not Brady's the best ever football player. Nope. Now that he's got seven, you know, he, I think yeah. he surpassed Jerry Rice. So, my whole take on this is, the, is I look at Jordan, I understand what you're saying. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. You don't know what I'm going to say. Get the hell out of here. I already know what you're going to say. Look, here's the thing, okay? Hey, yeah, I'm a football guy, but 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 honestly, yeah. listen to my listen. Well, damn it, Mark, listen to my analysis. So, I get it. Um, Jordan, you know, he 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 changed the game, like you say. He completely changed the game. He completely just just completely blew up that that all star superstar. Before that, I mean, yeah, you had Magic, you had Jordan, you had you know, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Magic Bird, you know, and these guys, uh, Dr. J so on and so forth, but they still operated within the team concept also. Now, I'm not saying Jordan didn't, but on his own, yeah, you know, okay, he needed pieces because before Pippen came, he didn't win championships. But, and that's one of the things, one of the reasons why I'm going to pick Brady, too, is because... Brady had Bill. Brady did it with less, okay? Brady did it with less than Jordan did. And the one thing Jordan didn't do is go win in another team. And that's something Jordan never did. He won six with Chicago, and then he went to Washington, he went to other places, or whatever he went, and, and then couldn't get those teams right. Now, he was advanced in age and so on, but he can't be more advanced in age than 43 years old, Mark. No, and no, so no, no, you're right. Brady did it. Brady did it for longer. Okay? 21 years, I think. 20, I will 21 say years. This, Chris, though, I will, with less. I will he had, this, wait a minute. Chris. Brady had so much less talent. Go, if he didn't leave to go play baseball, he would have had more than six. Maybe, perhaps. He, yeah, he didn't have that problem. He to go play baseball, and then he came back, and, and he had another a year where he had to get himself in condition. and this, So he had like a three-year gap in his prime. Yeah, I mean, if he didn't have he that issue... If he didn't have that issue with the general manager over there, that slob in Chicago, yeah, he probably could have won more. But, you know, probably doesn't – probably isn't reality. Oh, no, 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 no. And, I agree with and, you. And, the, and the bottom line is when you look over Brady's career, other than 2007, okay, 
where he had, you know, he that was the first time he had a ton of talent with Randy Moss, Stallworth, Welker, so on and so forth. And he just exploded that year with 50 touchdowns and, and, and a near-perfect season. You know, that's something. But every other year, who did he have, Mark? Givens, Branch, you know, Bethel Johnson. I mean, he had guys that, you know, just were known names. And they just he just made them better. And we just saw last year what happens when he's gone. And he goes into Tampa, that joke of a franchise, he goes to Tampa and he wins a Super Bowl in the year in the first year. Now I don't, I don't think it's a question in my mind. And now uh, the the, uh, the the person chat chats back in. Uh, I think Brady because he has been in the league for a long time and has had truly and he's truly left his mark. Yeah, I mean, look, yes, longevity yes. longevity means something. It matters. You know what I mean? It makes a difference. The fact that he's been in 21 years and has been successful. And here's the other thing: Jordan took some time to get to get to get the championships. Brady didn't. I mean, Brady, Brady mm. he came in in 01, boom, he won the Super Bowl. Now, I get it. There were other reasons. And I'll give Bill the credit for those years. Okay? I'm going to give Bill a lot of credit for those years. Um, good defenses, good schemes, so on and so forth. But Brady won immediately. Well, and he, he continued to win. He continued to be in the playoffs every year. Win 17, 18 division titles. I mean, the numbers are stupid. They're just ridiculously stupid. So yeah. I get it, but yeah, that's why I give the nod to. Uh, that's why I give the nod to, to Brady in this in this situation. But yeah, you, I don't think you can go wrong with either guy. I mean, they're both the best at their sport that ever did it. But I'll I'll argue, I'll, I'll say the other thing too, and I'll say this to the caller or the person chatting in. Um, we've always argued that the most difficult position in all sports in all of sports i knew you were gonna play say this. is quarterback is this it the is. thing you th thought i was gonna yeah, say i knew well, i was waiting i, said, okay. I was waiting so now, now you can tell everybody you were right you were right the 30 years we've known each other now he knows you know but yeah i mean uh, it's the toughest position to play no, it, in is, all sports. it is it is so if you're the best that ever did it then you know ergo that's yeah. it you win that battle so mark yeah. um so i hope that answers your question that long drawn out answer by mock you know he just goes on and on and droned on with jordan bad wrong answer mock so uh no but listen. chris you know what I, you know what too i watched some i was watching some footage the other day they were showing some old games on the um nba network but it's that thing chris too you forget how, what this guy actually could do on a basketball court because you haven't seen him play in so long it was actually insanity what he could do on a court, like you just, you just, you really got to go watch a Bulls game when he was in his prime. Yeah. You got to catch one one day, Chris, and you'll say to yourself, oh my God, people compare LeBron to him. Are you, uh, are you kidding me? There's so not, not even a comparison, Chris. When you go watch one of those games from the early 90s or late 80s, it's, it's insanity. Insanity what you, what he could do on, on a basketball court. It's nuts. The only thing I will say though, in LeBron's defense, is oh please don't give me that LeBron BS like the rest no, 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 of these no, no. morons. LeBron, Le LeBron isn't Jordan. I, he's look, I'm not saying LeBron is Jordan, although he's won. How many has LeBron won at this point? Three, four. No, he won four. four. He only won four. Three. He won. He won. Did he win? Uh, how he many won one. He... he won one in Cleveland. He won two in Miami, and he won one in LA. He's got four. Okay, all right, four. I thought he won three in Miami. Um, no, two. Okay, so okay, he's won four, but. That the only He'll, thing and he will not get six. He won't get two more. No, he's not going to get two more. But he, but here's the thing. The one thing I'll say about LeBron, and not not about LeBron, 
individually, but LeBron's era is the athletes. Mark weren't as good as the athletes are today. I mean, no, they, they weren't as athletically. good. They weren't as good. I don't. I don't mean they, they weren't, weren't good, good basketball but they, players. But they also changed the rules, Chris. Now for these guys, if you if you blow on a jersey, they call a foul. If you blow yeah, on LeBron, he's crying for a foul. I wanted. I would have loved to have seen him play against the bad boys. Detroit would have threw the Lambert and and, and freaking Mahorn would have threw him on the ground and stepped over. Him. Yeah, the rules were different, on, but Mark. They, but, but, but again, it's it's. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. Remember, it's, remember it's right Johnny Most. Saying, but the, remember Johnny Most. Yeah, McFilthy yeah. and McNasty. Yeah. Throw him out of the building. Yeah. Throw him yeah. out of the building. He should yeah. be put in jail. He used yeah. to say. He used to say uh, about he hated Liam Beer. Oh, man. he hated Somebody him. Somebody needs to punch him. Somebody oh, he hated him. Absolutely <laughs> hated him. <laughs> but you know, but, our age. but seriously, I mean, look, those guys were basketball players. Yeah, they okay. Were. There's a difference between basketball <laughs> players and what we're seeing today. Yeah. You know, you, you understand what I mean by that. I think yeah. people understand what I'm saying, you know, that, that they played within the framework of the scheme of, 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 of what they were doing basketball wise. They moved the ball. There was a lot of, you know, scheming that allowed these players to be, be as good as they were. Now it's so individual. And, you know, the rules have changed. They're able to do that, man. There's no traveling anymore. These guys walk, constantly i mean you know they don't call it that's it wow. they just don't call it so that was so, a good i love that was a that was a good that was a good chat in chris yeah i appreciate that and special sauce podcast we always appreciate um good sponsor log on but they top in totally agree with totally he totally agrees with me mark totally agrees with oh me. that's they because say, they're new england people chris what do you right. think they're gonna say uh, the guy from chicago is better yeah brady's done it uh with different players different team Different teams, uh, yeah. that has to be the defining factor. So, okay. Right. So, I'll give now, it to him. I'll give it to him. Moving on, Mark, there's, uh, we got to talk about the Bruins a little bit because, you know, they're playing well. There's the record. But, you know, Mark and I are skeptical. You know, I'm skeptical. Um, they came back out of Tahoe. They had that 7-2 love. They just, they just can't figure out the Islanders, Mark. No, they can't. They you want, are, what are they, 0-3, 0-4? You want to avoid them in the playoffs, that's for sure. Well, the good thing about the good thing about the playoffs, Mark, is the teams that give them trouble, they don't have to play. I mean, they come they can come out of the division without playing Tampa or, or playing New York. They can come out of the division by w- without doing that. No, they could. So they, they can could. get to the they can get deep into the playoffs before they, they have to see those guys. Before they have to see one of those teams. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, okay. So they came they come out of um they come out of the to Tahoe and now they lose that that game seven to two, which is a bad loss. But uh, you know, can some, some may some may chalk that up to uh, you know the body clock coming out yeah. of Tahoe. You're tied. You know, you're, you're and they worn did, down and, from and Chris, that. those two those couple of games that they played bad, they had they had definitely had guys out on defense that that, yeah. that were were banged up after that Tahoe trip. Well, yeah, and then and so then they but they they follow back with a four to one impressive loss against the Rangers. Um, so when we look at the type of team that they are, you know, again, they're getting better five on five. Uh, the brush continues to be an issue. Now he's moved to the third line. Yeah. Okay. The special teams are still good. Mark, it, it, they need a score, right? I mean, they still need a score. Okay. And so when you look yeah. at what can yeah. be done out there, you know, you look at some of the guys around the league, guys that you would want to bring in to help with this, you know, guys like, uh, Guys like Young, Hall, Forsberg. The problem is they have no the Bruins have a terrible farm system. They have no capital. You're not gonna give away uh, Well, the McAvoy. guys that the young guys they do have are all on the NHL roster. Right. You're not gonna give away McAvoy. 
No, who's no, probably no, 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 arguably no. their best player. I look, I I think McAvoy's one of their best players. Yeah, right McAvoy's Bergeron, McAvoy's turning into one of the better def- defensemen in, in hockey. I, so I, what are you going to give up? Hockey. I mean, to give any of those guys and the and the rumor that we had that that I've that I've heard over the weekend was now Buffalo wants to get you know they want to move on from uh, Eichel, Jack Eichel there. Okay. Though that um, might cost. Center. I would definitely go after him, but that'd cost you some capital, Chris. Well, that's 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 what, that's what I was going to ask you. What's it going to cost for them to do the same? Now he's a center, okay. Yeah. He's not a wing, but what's it going to cost, Mark? But you could. They going to want McAvoy? Well, how old is Eichel? Eichel's young, isn't he? He's, what is he? 25, 26? He's twenty-seven, uh, maybe. Joe can find that for us. I'm not sure, but yeah, he's in that range. He's not. Eichel's not. Too old, I don't think. Is he? I don't. I, I don't think he's. I don't think he's uh, less than than twenty seven or so. And I, you know, but he's not. That's not. That's not old in hockey. I mean, you know, he still has good years left. Well, that, mean, that's he, my point. He's probably got a good three, four years left, five years left in him. So what's it going to take? I, I mean, I wouldn't give a McAvoy for him. I don't think. I don't think you can. I don't think you can okay. give a McAvoy. I mean, and, and and other than him, Chris, like you said, what else do you have to give up? Would you give up Pasternak? Would you give up Pasternak? No, and and I'll say what this because not, it's not even skill level for skill level. It's just Pasternak has become the leader of this team, Chris. And I think you would absolutely destroy the chemistry of this team if you get rid of him. You can't get rid of him. Here's here's what not I'll for say. Eichel, not for Eichel. Well, here's the thing though. If, you look look at, if, if Edmonton wants to get crazy and give you the guy David, <laughs> when, but when I look at when I look at Eichel, I look at Pasternak. Now, Pasternak, he doesn't get back on defense. You Pasternak, know. I believe, is younger too, Chris. He is younger, but he doesn't get back on defense. He's sloppy in that end. Yeah, he is. Okay, but and I don't like know how one, much Eichel gives you on defense either. He, yeah, he's a center. He's a center that'll get back and play defense. Yeah. He will. But you know, the the Pasternak is is one of your leading. He's a leading goal goal goal, uh, goal scorer in the league, right? So. I don't know, Mark. It's worth. It's definitely worth a look. You can make up for Pasternak not getting back and doing that defensive stuff, Chris. If you got defensemen that can move the puck, right? And 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 it, these young defensemen they got seem to be able to move the puck out of the zone. They're not necessarily, you know, when when they had Claude Julian, they had those guys that banged, went in the corners, dug in the corners, dug the puck out. These kids don't play that type of defense, but they move the puck. They can, you know what I mean? It's a different style. They, they as yeah. a defense, they can move the puck as defensemen. So, I'm hoping they can do enough to protect Pasternak in that role where he doesn't. I mean, we know he's a little lazy. He doesn't do that stuff, right? But yeah, it's gonna have. I, I my feeling is it's gonna have to come within. They're gonna have yeah. to do it from within. And you know, what, Mark, I'll tell you what. You could pick up a piece like the, the other. Well, last, look, no last matter what. Show, you were saying maybe a smaller piece, maybe a veteran who could give you, a, you know, maybe this year just to win a cup. Well, that you could probably pull off with the guys you got to give up. Look, the, to me, no matter what. You what, what are you, you bringing up? Sidney Crosby last week, right? Yeah, I mean, if 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 if, if Pittsburgh's willing to move on from him, and then what's it going to cost, you know, as far as financially? But, but his my, age, I don't think, well, financially it would cost you, but I don't think it would cost you much to get him at his age. They de- can't yeah, depending on how much. bad he wants out of there. But, Mark, yeah. you know, you know, the point, the point I was going to make is it's got to come from within. And I think that the way this team has shown so far, and, and you could see it in Bergeron, he's leading the charge on this, you know, they're tough. 
they're a tough, hard-nosed hockey team. They'll get in your face. They'll fight. Richie was fighting at the end of the game. Game ended. He was well, fighting. Well, I, li- I like that. I like that. I, li- I like that. Fredrickson and yeah, Bergeron. Like Bergeron How about got Hank, in there. Fred, your buddy, you love Fredrickson. He's I yelling that at guy. guy. He's yelling at guy from the back. I love that guy, man. He's like I love an old that guy. He's hockey player. But no matter what, they've got to move on from DeBrus. They've got to get rid. They've got to trade him for whatever they can get. You know, get a second line, get a second, think, third Chris, line. He, you don't think nah. he can be fixed? Nope. I don't think so. He's moved on. He's down on the third line now. And I think that's basically a message to say, we, we just can't, you can't, we're not yeah. making you go. You're not yeah. making you go. It's just not. Yeah. So, so what is this team? They're scrappy. I think they, they don't need to play the tough guys to get out of that division no. in the playoffs. So they can go, they can make a deep run because Mark, at some point, Krejci's, Krejci's up next year. He's probably gone. And Rask is probably gone next year. Oh, yeah. Rask is going too. Yeah. You're not going to. So keep those guys. whatever you do, you got to make a push now. I mean, Bergeron's not getting this any is, younger. Marshawn's Chris, this, not getting any Chris, younger. This is probably their last chance. Yeah. Right. I, I think you're right. If not, this, right. if not this year, maybe next year. And then, Chris, like you said, they don't have much in the farm system. So yeah. they may have to. And, and I use the analogy of the Patriots. They may, when this crew that's been around for a while together, Bergeron and Mashan and Krejci and Rask, when they go, it may be a little bit of a rebuild because you don't have the young guys to bring up. Yeah. And we got to get to break, but I want to get to a couple of chats here. Uh, I got a lot of people chatting in tonight. AZ Dutchman wants to know, will Devin Booker and the Suns make a run for the NBA championship? They've got, they've got potential. Listen, Mark, when it comes to the Suns, I think that I think at that piece they added with Chris Paul and I appreciate it Dutchman. Thank you for the uh, thank you for the chat. But listen, they putting Chris Paul on this team really, really did something for them. I listen. I like this team. They're a fast paced team. They get out and run. They're good on the break. Chris, they're can good they play, defensively. Can they, I was going to say in the, in the playoffs, can they play a little defense? You think? I think so. I mean, I think they can get back. They have a couple of bigs that can that can be okay. But Booker, yeah, man, that guy's a player. That guy's I'll tell you a player, what, Chris. Man. If if Anthony Davis doesn't come back to full strength, and it, it, that type of an injury he got, it could take him until next season to get back to full strength. And if, I, the La- if the lake is on hundred percent, let me tell you something. The West is wide open. Why, why, why can't it be Phoenix? The, the West is wide open. If if, well, if Davis is healthy. It, Utah people keep people don't understand how good Utah is. They have it at every level. They have it at every level. They get back on defense. They're good on the break. They got speed. They can shoot. They got bigs. They that team is poised. That team is poised to just go right past the Lakers right now. And they're doing it. But do, do I think the Suns can compete this year for a championship? Maybe not this year. I think if they add one more piece. And I think guys will want to go there, Mark. I do. I think guys will want to go there. You know, hey, guys like guys like maybe Tatum and Brown. And by the way, Tatum wants to play with Beal. So but he's not going to chase Beal into Washington. They stink. It would have to be Beal coming to to Boston. That's a topic for next week. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, would you put a package together that included Brown for Beal? I would. I would. I want Beal on this team. Okay. I'll take Beal on this team. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would do that. I would do that. In a so second. you would give up Brown if you could bring Beal in here. I would, I would absolutely do it. I know Beal's older. I understand, yep. but I would abs- absolutely, I would do that. You know why? Because you'd get the third piece to come in. You would get the third piece yeah, to you come probably in and would. play. Yeah, you probably, you know what, Chris, you probably would. You're right. And, and then and you could win a championship. So when we come back and, uh, you know, we want to talk to um, Ethan. Ethan chats in, uh, how much longer will Lamar Jackson be in the NFL if he keeps playing this style? 
um, that he has now. And that's Ethan. That's a great, that's a great well, question. They, they've been, they've been, they've been, well, hey, Mark, let's get to it on the other yeah. side. Uh, yeah. when we talk Patriots, but Ethan, that's a fantastic question. And we're going to address that on the other side, more Corso and Catone after this. Back in with uh, more Corso and Catone. And listen, Mark, uh, I don't know. Had a few technical difficulties with there. We'll get Special Sauce Podcast, the sponsor. Uh, we'll get you on, yeah. on uh, next next commercial break. But listen, log on. Go to hey, Special Joe, Sauce wait, Podcast. What's going on with Joe? Is he awake today? Joe, 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 you with us? Joe. <laughs> Come on, Joe. So Totally me. We'll, totally me. There he is. Is our producer director, Joe. Joe Guarneri. Joe, there what's the story? Joe. What's the story with special confused with all the chats? There's just too many, too many things going on at the same time. Okay. Here well, we go. we'll, we're going right. to give special sauce podcast their props. Um, we'll get to them at the next break. Make sure you log on to their site. Excellent. Excellent company. Ethan, listen, Ken Lamont, Mark, you, you answer that question. I know, I know you're not going to be at a loss of words for this one. Can I love Lamar, Lamar Chris, Jackson? I love Lamar. Chris, I yeah. love Lamar Jackson. He yeah. should have the he should have five, he should have Mahomes' contract. Ethan, Ethan, you opened up Pandora's box right now. You opened it up for Mark. Go ahead, Mark. Chris, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Baltimore is hesitating because supposedly Jackson wants a long-term deal. Harbaugh knows. And nothing's been worked out. Harbaugh knows. He ain't going to publicly say Harbaugh knows. So here's my, Ethan, here's my thing with, with Lamar Jackson, right? He's an incredible athlete. And what he does, he does better than anybody in the league, right? What he does running around and all those RPOs and all that stuff, right? But he can't throw the football. Unless the guy's 20 yards wide open. And even when he is, next time you watch a Baltimore Ravens game, Ethan, watch him throw the ball. Even if a guy is 20 yards behind coverage, the ball's wobbling. He doesn't throw a tight spiral ever unless it's a, 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 a two-yard pass out of the backfield screen pass to a running back. He can't make those types of – he can't make all the throws. Never mind that throw. He can't make all the throws. That's that's without question. And he, he just can't – he's just not a true passer. Has his passing get better? A little bit. But, gee, he he's not – I don't – I'm not a fan of Lamar Jackson. I never will be a fan of Lamar Jackson. I, I, he's never ever going to win a Super Bowl as a quarterback. He just defenses will shut him down because he can't make the throws. Well, they did. I mean, they did last they season. They have two you years know? in a row. Uh, who beat the Who beat the Ravens last Baltimore year? Baltimore last. A uh, uh, Buffalo. And who else beat Baltimore? This oh, past we beat season? them. We beat That's them. That's right. And they stay. They they shut down the New England Patriots. Shut down Lamar. That Jackson. was a rain and windstorm. I don't care. Look, the bottom line is, Ethan. I if you have never seen the clip, YouTube, the um, it was the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge. See if you can find that on YouTube, Ethan. You probably can, and watch him throw the ball in the Skills Challenge. He couldn't hit a damn target. They had a guy. They had a wide receiver or something, I think he was, or running back, hit more targets than he could. The announcers were actually embarrassing. They were trying to like, like talk about other things because they didn't know what to say. The guy's the MVP of the league. He couldn't hit a target. The cover for him. Yeah, we've been saying this, we've been saying this for two years. You know, we've been saying this too. You could you can prop up somebody else like you like what do you say, Mark? Prop him up. Like we can that Bernie's 
Right. Put him in a look. We've been saying this for two years about about Lamar Jackson. Right when he came in the league, as soon as I saw him try to throw to the edge in that playoff game against Tennessee, you knew it was done for him. And you know who else knows it? Hobble. John Hobble knows what he's got in that quarterback. And they, they well, have a Chris, problem there. They say they have he a problem wants an extension. Because you're right. He can't it doesn't seem to be Baltimore doesn't I wouldn't seem do it. to do it. I wouldn't do it. But you know what? The Baltimore doesn't have the eggs to say no to him. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. They're not going to say no to him. They're going to give him that extension. It's a mistake. And you know what? I hope they do because that puts him in purgatory. I don't care. The bottom line is, no, he can't throw the edges. And once teams stack that box, okay, once they stack the box, and if you have decent corner play and you can put safeties out there to cover over the top, he can't throw that edge ball. He just can't. And God forbid they play against a good outside linebacker. Somebody can get sideline to sideline. Then you're in a lot of trouble with this guy. And the other issue is, Ethan, with the with this kid, is if you get up on that team, it's over. The key to beating the Ravens is to get a lead. If you get a lead on that team, there's no way on earth with the way they play. Yeah, you know what? If I got a 10-point lead on the Ravens, yeah, go ahead. Run the ball down the field. Take 10 plays to do it. I really don't care. It's not like it's Mahomes throwing that, that crosser. You know, one play, it's a touchdown. Boom, done. That's not happening with Baltimore. So, Ethan, again, what do you, Ethan, the chat back in. What do you think? Do you think he deserves an extension? Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Let us know what you think. So, Mark, listen. You know, getting to uh, getting to the Patriots. Look, <laughs> it just keeps coming and coming and coming with Cam Newton, and then the writing just seems to be on the wall. And the more he talks, now you know he Newton now comes out. He says, you know, hey. He's like a god. He's he's unbelievable. He's an unbelievable teacher. He's just, you know, it, it, it's is it getting on a hand at this point? Like, is it is it not believable? Because my you know me, Mark. Okay, I I believe in Belichick. I'm not one of these guys. And just because Brady left, got stacked with players in in Tampa, okay, and won, fantastic. Tom Brady's the best to ever do it. I'm pissed off that we let him go. I don't like the fact that they let him go. I was wrong, and they should have given him a five-year deal. We've covered all that. But I, I don't disagree with what Cam Newton is saying about Belichick. That's not – I don't disagree with the fact that he, he he's seen it all. He knows it all. He's a well, historian. Chris, Chris, he listen. understands the game. What I question is, what's the motive behind it? Well, listen, Chris, let's think about it, right? Look at the coaches around the league. By far, yeah. I, I mean, and I don't care. These lo the local media guys over here love to beat up on Belichick, and 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 because because of the way he treats them, he doesn't like to answer their questions. You know, you know, you know. What I mean, he's been doing it for twenty years, and they're sick of him. And and so 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 they're biased, right? And it, so, but listen, if you're talking X's and O's, Chris, look around the league. There ain't another coach in this league that has the knowledge that he has in regards to X's and O's and game planning. And strategy. He comes from a different era. Parcells and, 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 and Bill Walsh and all those guys. Those guys, they ran a coach in the league that could shine. Never mind Belichick shoes, Parcells and Bill Walsh and, and all these guys. He's from that era of coaches. Those were coaches. These guys so, today, they, they, they don't know what they'll have these guys. You see how bad the coaching is every week, Chris. No, it is with time management. Oh my with time God. Outs, with, with, you know, don't get me it, wrong. I do think you're right. A little bit of what Newton is doing is, yeah, he's placating a little bit. Well, he's trying, I, he's trying to get back on the team. Job. I don't blame him. He's trying to get a job, but, but I do think, because let's face it, Newton, Chris, will say it how it is. I do think Newton was generally blown away. 
by the amount of football knowledge Belichick had. And, and I really do think that he, he walked away impressed. I don't think he ever realized coming in here the amount of football knowledge that Belichick could spew out at him. Well, not only that, but he says it with the amount he had to learn, with the amount well, he needs to learn. I mean, which which right. goes to the next point we're going to make in a sec, a couple of minutes here about Mac Jones, but uh, in the draft. But, Mark, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously he's posturing for a job. We know that, okay? Mark, the, it's the reason why they were 7-9 and nine with a 4-12 and 12 team. And I'll say this all night long. They, that team is a 4-12 team. Maybe okay? less than 4-12, Chris. 3-13, 4-12, whatever. Yeah. But went 7-9. and nine. With a guy that threw how many? Eight. He threw eight touchdowns. I know he ran for some, but he threw eight touchdowns. How the hell are you going to win in this league throwing eight touchdowns by your quarterback, which is a reason why if maybe there was something wrong with his shoulder and he's going to come back right or or he was so confused at what was going on after COVID, Cam Newton, that he just – it was affecting his performance, like he said. I don't know, but if it's starting to feel, Mark, an awful lot like – this is going to be well, Chris, their quarterback next year. Chris, here's what I think, and, and this is what you and I have been talking and, about. And, and wait, Mark, and, and also also answer this, too, when you make your point. So is Bill, and is Bill now just wanting to coach the guys he likes versus talent? You know, does he also well, want that, to just get, guy, and been, get guys on the cheap? Well, that's been what's been insinuated, right? That the now that he's gotten older, he only wants to coach the guys that he likes. And so, and if he likes But if you, he gets them on the cheap. If he gets them on the cheap. So it's a combination of both. Right. But well, make your point you were going to make. So so I think, Chris, and you and I have been talking about this. We all think he's going to make the, he's going to make a play for Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. But if it's not Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Cam Newton's coming back here and I think he's going to draft the quarterback who maybe year, maybe, you know, Newton's here for a year again. And the guy you draft becomes the quarterback the following year. But I do believe if they don't get Garoppolo, Chris, I, listen, they keep saying, oh, Mariota. He, Listen, you said it, Chris. He wants to get guys in the cheap. There's no way he's going to spend over $20 million on Mariota because of the, the incentives in Mariota's contract. If he plays 16 games and reaches certain benchmarks, you're going to pay. He's not at over a 20 million. He's not that kind of quarterback. He's not worth that kind of money. A lot of these guys, he's going to have to pay for. And are these Unless guys that gonna... much better? Are they that much better than Newton? If, if well, this maybe is... Newton's arm gets straightened out? Well, this is the thing. You know, if you're going to invest that kind of money into Mariota, it's got to be for more than a couple of years. You know, it's got to be for several years that you're going to keep this guy and keep him around and hope that he comes back to form. But I do think, Chris, if you, get, if, you, you get Gar- if you get Garoppolo, Garoppolo, if he stays healthy, takes Belichick into retirement and buys him time to get a quarterback. Yeah, I agree with that. Garoppolo's at an age, Chris, he'd probably be here five years. Yeah, if he could stay healthy, sure. Yeah, but, right. but, but so he but buys all, you time. But everything you're hearing out of San Francisco is that they're happy with him. Look, San Francisco, San Francisco. Listen, and then I read something yesterday that they, 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 they're trying to pry Bridgewater out of Carolina because Carolina is looking for an, a draft pick, draft picks. Yeah, but I think that's to, to, I think that's still to keep. Yeah, but I think that's still to keep Garoppolo and then he Bridgewater will be that insurance policy if, if and when Garoppolo goes down. Maybe, I think maybe. I think San Fran's waiting for the big deal. You know, they're waiting to see how this quarterback carousel is shaking out with Wilson because, you know, Wilson so let me wants ask to go you a to question, Chris. Do you give up the Jets you, and the other one wants to go to Miami? Chris, Watson. do you give up a pick and somebody like say, would you give up Gilmore and a pick to bring Garoppolo in? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. no you right. don't have to give up the player. I mean, you give up the pick. Okay. All the right. question is, which pick? But how desperate are we for a quarterback? 
well, we're desperate, but but the point is, it's how much Bill likes this guy. I mean, he likes Garoppolo. He'll give up a second-round pick, which I don't think you should do. I think that's too expensive for him. But I could see Belichick doing something well, like Chris, that. Well, Chris, listen, I can see him doing it too because we, we had the segment all year, Brady versus Belichick. Belichick brings back his guy who was – the person he had in mind to replace Brady. That's why he wanted to move on from Brady. And now if Bill can win a Super Bowl with him, it's 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 even. Okay, now what? You did your that. thing, I did my thing. Now what? No, but you did your thing, now I did my thing. Now what? Now we're even, so now what? Well, yeah, and, look, look. Belichick would love to do that with Garoppolo because it would make Bell look, Bell, Bill look like, see, I knew what I was doing, but, you know, the owner had to get involved. I knew well, what I was see, doing. You know, and the other thing too with Cam Newton is just you see the flip flopping in, in, in with the with the Boston media now. You, you know, again, you, again, this flip flopping. And to see, this is why we are the real deal, New England feel, because we're going to tell you the way it is. We're not going to flip flop back and forth. When we screw up and make a mistake, we'll tell you. Okay, these guys are now saying, "Well, look, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to trade veteran for veteran, well, why not just keep Newton?" You know, if you're going to trade Newton for Bridgewater, if you're going to have Newton for Mariota, if it's going to be Newton for Fitzpatrick, which a lot of people are getting hungry on, a lot of people are starting to salivate and say, hey, you know, let's just bring Fitzpatrick in for a year or two, you know, and get he can get it done. Look, if you're going to trade veteran for veteran, we'll just keep Cam Newton. These are the same people that said, <laughs> these are the same people that said, I, Bridgewater would be better, Mariota would be better, uh, Alex Chris, Smith would be Chris, better. Chris, listen. No matter who you bring in, right? Let's let's put it. Let's say it. You need wide. If you don't bring in wide receivers, I don't care who you bring in. You're not winning. No, I know. And 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 listen. And that's the other thing too. So when you go to the free agency, you're going to have to spend money regardless who you bring in. The well, first of all, Chris, always, if you don't, if, Chris, come? if you don't have a quarterback to recruit anybody to come here, right. you're going to have to overpay. Is are the because of what they've done for the last twenty years? Are the Patriots willing to overpay? To bring in tight end receiver, are they willing? The, oh, I don't know. And, and, and they're by gonna the have way, to, Chris, oh, interesting release today, or he's getting released within the next forty-eight hours. I think he's got some. I think he's got some. Th- yeah, Van Noy. No, I think he's got some thread left in the tires. Not Van Noy. The tight end for Minnesota, Rudolph's going to be a cap cut. Yeah, yeah. That was somebody that that was somebody the Patriots looked at. Okay, that's someone they looked at to try to bring in when when he was signing that deal I'll, with Minnesota. I'll be honest but again, with you, Chris, it's, age, I, but it's I, age. But it's age, Chris. But I think he can give you red zone catches. Yeah, at that that's position. Reach, I mean, that's not that's not that's not sexy to me, man. It's that's not, not sexy, sexy, but it's a it's me, not man. sexy, but it's a Bill Belichick move. Well, yeah, you know, put it this way: anything's a anything's an upgrade to what they got a tight end right now. I mean, anything, anything is. You going out there, throw the pads on and get a tight end. You're going to be better. The kids I coach right now, I got a kid that's a stud at at, at, at uh, tight end. That kid, put him on that team. He'll be better than what the hell they have Chris, now. Van Oy, though. You know what? You brought up Van Oy. Hey, listen, he was released, and who's tweeting emojis to him? Is Devin McCordy was already tweeting him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, for, I foresee him being back on the wing. No. I think that's going to happen. No. You know, and then and the Chris, other guy. He, would, he, would he will help that defense if you, you got Hightower back and Chung back. If you add a, so a couple of other pieces, I think defensively you'll be fine with those guys. But, you know, but, but the question is with, with, with Van Noy, and I know we're a little bit all over the place, but with a question like Van Noy, what the hell happened? Because he didn't have a bad season. He Notice, didn't have a bad season. Chris, he was a he was a cap cut. He he he. he I know already, that, but he had a pretty good season, Mark. No, he something did. else had to have happened there. I don't know. Maybe they just maybe Flores just got tired of his act. 
You know the way. You know the way. I don't know Van though. Van Noy said though, Chris, he played injured. He, like Van Noy was a little bitter. He said, "I played injured. I led. I, they wanted a leader. I was a leader for the young guys." And he basically was saying in so many words, and that's the thanks I get. So he, he's leaving with a little bit of a bitter taste in his mouth. He would love nothing better probably than to come back to New England and stick it to and to, stick to, it to, to Miami. To, yeah, look, to and, Miami. And, and like you said, they've paid him his money in in bonus in in. Uh, he got in, a signing in bonus and signing all that bonus. stuff. So so he probably would come here for, a, as you wanted to say, cheap. Well, and then you got guys like you know those second those second third tier wide receivers. New England was interested in Humphreys. He was released by Indianapolis. Humphreys has been hurt since. He well, left. look, he he was hurt with Indy, but he played every game in Tennessee. He's you know twenty-seven. Like? He's you know only twenty-seven. Like? Mark. You know who I like? I like the kid the Raiders released for cap purposes because I liked him when he was a free agent with the Chargers, Terrell Williams. I think yeah. he fits our system perfectly, and he's probably a second-tier guy, but I think he's excellent. Well, who do you like out there? Who do you like? Chat in. Let us know. Who do you like that the Patriots should bring in free agency? Yeah, we like Godwin. I like Robinson. I think Robinson's the guy to overpay. But look, don't sleep on Humphreys as a second, third guy. Mark, guys, Mark, he's Chris, better than what those, they have. Chris, those guys, Chris, those guys are going to be all franchise. Robinson's going to be franchise. Godwin's going to be franchise. Yeah. You watch. None of those guys are going to be on the free agent market. Well, Mark, you know, there's a there's a possibility then if you think about it and if they bring Cam Newton back and they don't get these and they don't get, uh, you know, they don't get significant free agents in here. There's a potential in the AFC East next season to have Russell, Russell Wilson with the Jets. Well, Deshaun not coming Watson, to the Jets, Chris. Desha- it was one of his teams. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun, if they if the Jets blow Seattle away with a trade offer, he'll go to the Jets. He's already said it. So so Wilson to the Jets. Watson wants to go to Miami, and you got Allen in Buffalo. Holy crap! What the hell does that do to New England? Are you gonna have Cam Newton in New England? Chris, listen. All I'm gonna say talk is talk about this. a nosedive. Listen, and I don't know. Listen, and, and this is something nobody wants to talk about. Um. All they keep saying, you know, they, they want to just keep piling on Bill and piling on Bill. Listen, do you honestly think in, in, in your heart of heart, in your mind, do you honestly think that Belichick is going to put a team in the field next year that Brady is going to come in here and destroy? Knowing, knowing what the whole Brady-Belichick thing is. You honestly think he's going to allow Tampa to come in and, 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 and kick the shit out of us? He's not going to put a team out there with a quarterback that can win? Mark, he may not have a choice. Chris, He may not listen, have a choice Chris, because they, listen, they, if the guys I, I, don't show up, if, if free agents Chris, don't listen. come in and You're going to have to pay. No You're going to have to pay. Yeah, but they have no, they've never demonstrated the willingness and the and to want to pay anybody. Well, Chris, he's going to have to pay now because what do you Put it this do? way. If he brings Cam Newton back, it's only because he's getting them cheap and, and, and Cam Newton's, you know... Cam Newton's right up his, you know. I'm going to make a bold prediction. A bold prediction. He's going to get himself a quarterback, and it ain't going to be Cam Newton. He's going to come in and swoop in, and he's going to end up with either Garoppolo, Watson, or Wilson. He's not, never going to happen. They'll one, never of those, give up the- one of those three guys. Mark, what do you just, got? What do you Chris, got in that little Chris, cup over there right it now? It may just be Garoppolo. I'm not. Last week that. I had the Harvard koozie out. I think you put something in there and and now drinking out of it. Listen, listen, um, they're listen. never going to get Wilson and Watson. Okay, well, that, well, then he'll settle for Garoppolo, but he's going to end up with one of those three guys. You watch. Yeah, I'd like to see that. And then in the draft, I mean, Charlie Weiss. Look, Mark, I, I before I kept talking about Mac Jones saying, "Hey, 
because I think he'll be there at 15. And I keep talking about unless his hype. Royce has had one too many my ties. <laughs> and Jeez, le- unless, unless, Mac, unless Mac Jones' hype gets so high that he goes in the top 10, which happens and it can't happen. Listen, I, let me and let me let me make you my didn't like Jones when we brought him up last let time. Let me. Will you? I mean, Mark, will you please right now? You're starting to flip flop like these New England people. I'm tell, no, I'm telling people. you, the more I look at this, the more I watch, the more I watch some film on him, the more I see on him. OK, you know, the problem that I have with Mac Jones, the problem that I have with Mac Jones is that he played with NFL receivers and there was never a guy closer than 10 yards from his receiver. So he didn't really have to be that precise and accurate. And he played behind a Pro Bowl offensive. He played behind a, 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 an NFL offensive line. OK. But you could say, Mark, you can use that argument for the running back there. You can use that argument for the wide receivers there. You can use that argument for all of them there. The thing with the thing with Mac Jones that I like that I don't like in Trey Smith or Trey Lance is Mac Jones is intelligent. He can this. I mean, you already heard Newton talk about how tough. And I know, Joe, I know we got to get the break. But you already talk about, um, you know, how Newton already talked about how difficult of a system this is to pick up, you know? Well, you want a guy with some intelligence, you know, they're, they're saying he can make all the throws. He doesn't have a strong of an arm as Brady. Now there's some guys like Mel Kuyper that have, that are making comparisons to Brady. And he said it, he said, look, he's not Tom Brady. He's not going to be Tom Brady. We understand that, but the intelligence level in order to play in that offense, he has this it. kid has it. Yeah. So, and listen, from like all him, accounts, from all accounts, and from all accounts at Alabama, Chris, the kid was a leader. In, in, in the huddle. Yes, he had NFL talent around them, but the kid was still a leader, they said. So we'll see what happens in the draft. But if he's at 15, you say, well, he's too, 15 is too high to take him. Mark, look, if you like a quarterback and you're high on a quarterback, take you take the quarterback. Whether yeah. it's whether he's too high to take him there or not, you take him at 15. Steve, Steve type, Steve chats in. Uh, and Steve, welcome back to the show. We haven't heard from you in a while. I agree with Catone. He will bring back a quarterback. No way he sticks with Cam or anyone else on the roster. Listen, Steve. Yeah, I get what you're saying, okay? I think he would like to have Garoppolo, but I'm not sure if San Fran's going to let him go. If no Garoppolo, it's going to be Cam. It's going to be Cam if no Garoppolo. I mean, I I just feel that with every sense of me, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, Steve, let us know if you agree with that or disagree with that. But, and Mark, we didn't get to it. We got to get the break, but I want to, I really wanted to talk about that 17-game schedule they talked about, um, that now February 13th is going to be the Super Bowl. And uh, basically what they're going to make it 18, the 18 week season. Um, and what the, this is a part I like about it, the NFC from two years ago. So whoever the AFC team played two years ago, the, the, the AFC played the NFC division, whichever division you played two years ago in, in the ranking in that division, that's who you're going to m- match up against. So one versus one, two versus two, three versus three, which means for that extra yeah, for that extra game for that extra game. So it's the it's the matchup from a, uh, from two years ago, okay, in the same ranking of last year. Does that make sense? So, so you're 2020. Be? So it'll be Dallas. So Dallas right. will come to New England next oh, next season. Nice. I like it. Game. I have no problem with it. More football is better than less. When we come back. Uh, <clears throat> Going to talk some baseball. We're going to talk some baseball. We're going to have our expert NASCAR guy on, Chad Campbell. We we want to talk to him, talk about the race that just took place over the weekend. More Corso and Catone after this. How do I 
get to the point where I understand my passion enough to communicate it outward and dial myself in so that I can craft my own sauce. But you don't have anyone that's gonna give you the right advice. Now you do. We've been discussing where we live and what areas do we wanna always talk about. And really, it's startup, it's finance, and drive. We are Special Sauce Podcast. Back in with Corso and Catone and uh, had a lot of Patriots talk. We went over, but you know what? That's us. That's us, Mark. You know, the real deal, New England feel. And uh, we're always going to want to talk Patriots, you know, because that's what's NFL, Mark. NFL, it's, it's 365 days a year. Always, always, always. And free agency's coming. Uh, free agency is going to be starting in a couple of weeks. And I'm beyond excited about it. Beyond excited. Hey, until see, we don't sign anybody. Nobody come to New England. Right. Yeah. So, Mark, yeah. listen. I want to talk about baseball real quick before we get chat on. Um, so they're playing now. They're in spring training. Okay. You know, we want to break, we want to, you know, talk about the Red Sox, talk about the Yankees a little bit. These are the teams that we follow. These are the teams that we talk about. Um, so, Mark, what are the, what are the major issues? What do you see as the major issues, you know, with the Red Sox coming into this year? I mean, are they a team? We talked about this a, a couple of weeks ago. Are they a team with their payroll that should be competing right now? I mean, I don't think so, but. You know, you're the you're so the, Chris, you're what are the, what are the so Chris, what are the issues with the Red Sox? Okay, I'm gonna read you a few names. Okay. Garrett Richards, Martin Perez, Nick Pavetta, Tina Hauk. Nick Pavetta, wasn't guys? he an NBA official? Yeah, who are those guys? Well did yeah, it didn't, didn't Erod come back though? They're, they're possibly their pitchers, besides Erod. Yeah, Mark, I don't know who any of those Neither <laughs> do I. I never heard of any of those Chris, guys. Chris, Mark. I don't think Bloom knows who they are. I don't think the GM knows who they are either. That's your t- hey, listen, it's what we talked about a couple of weeks ago with Heim Bloom. I don't think, this is your I don't think this is like basically GM the Tampa Rays. This is like yeah, your typical small guys? market mentality. Ah, Mark, I'm to I'm with they're you. They're so young pit- guys, they're the low market, t- you know. Granted, Erod may come back and, and sail, maybe he'll come back in the summer. And Avaldi, you never know what Avaldi's gonna give you, but but I, mean, I don't think we're going to see sale this year. You don't think so? Nah. Well, no. I don't think you're going to see him pitch for Boston again. Well, I, don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if I agree with that, Chris. I, I think he's, I just think he's shot. Every time, every time you start to feel like there's a, there's a, there's a, a road back for him, there's something. I mean, Chris, a setback. They've even there's got guys else. like at, at first base, speaking of that small market mentality, they got a guy, Bobby Dalber. Or Michael Chavez, who Chavez has played a little bit. Second base, Enrique Hernandez. Who who are these guys? I I, I, I know Hernandez they got from the Dodgers, but he's he's like he barely hits over the Mendoza line. You got Bogarts at short, and you got Devers at third. Those are the only two guys I know who they are. Outfield, Frenchie Cordero. Who's that? Frenchie Cordero. I'm thinking happy. Oh, dish. that they needed Pick that they needed to trade for. Dish. That's Frenchie that nice. Cordero. That's that, that nice trade they got from Kansas City. Pinky Cuscadero, remember? Yeah. Pinky Cuscadero from Happy Yeah, yeah, Mark, you're, you're, you know, you're about a thousand years old now, okay? Seriously, you know? Yes. You think any so of now, these people chatting in know who the hell that is? Frenchie Cordero, Alex Verdugo, and Hunter Renfro. Like, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's ugly. Know, I mean, and they got J.D. Martinez as a DH. I mean, come on. This is a potential lineup for the Boston Red Sox? Yeah, $200 million. <laughs> so, listen, I guess my point is this, Chris. 
Did, do we think they'll win 80 games, 90 games? What do we think? I don't know. We'll make our predictions at the end of the spring training. We'll predict. We'll, we'll well, what, are they, what are they we'll playing? Go, How we'll many go games? around the divisions. I think they're going to attempt to play. It's either 162 or 100. I think they're playing 162, Chris. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was 10 less than that. But Maybe okay. it is. Maybe it's 152, but they're going to get close. I, I don't think they're 500. I don't think they're 500. I, I just don't. And they're certainly not going to challenge Tampa and New York. In Chris, that. not with that lineup I just read. Unless something strange happens, and one of those guys that I never heard of is a twenty-game winner pitcher, I, I, and their bullpen is 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 you know they're going to keep Vardy, Bond, Mark, They've already used the mercy rule. They, you know, what do you think of this mercy rule in spring trading? Where if you throw, so the, basically the mercy rule is this: if in one inning your pitcher throws twenty pitches, he comes out. That's it. To to you know to save the arm and so on and so forth. They just started playing, and Boston's already had to use it. Yeah, they they they've already they, had to use. They got a guy throwing twenty pitches in one inning in spring training. Mock. Yeah, what they, the heck? They, they have they, no they, pitching staff. No, so 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 the Red Sox are going. I think the Red Sox, if they play five hundred baseball, they should be happy this year. And and, and I, I I don't think they can contend for the division. That's that's for sure. I mean, I was watching the Yankees Sunday with my you know on on MLB Network their first game, and they if they can stay healthy, I mean, their pitching staff. This, they got some question marks, right? They got the kid Talon from Pittsburgh. They brought in, they brought in Kluber from Cleveland, who's looked good in spring training. But can those guys stay healthy? The two of them have been historically injured. If those two guys stay healthy, they could be 15, 20 game winners with Cole. Then you got to fill out the back end of the the um the rotation for the Yankees, and then the lineup. Do you think they'll the challenge is, Tampa? Do you think they'll challenge nah, LA? Chris, if they stay healthy, their lineup is is gross. It's disgusting. Are they How enough? Are they enough to win it against LA? I think they can. I think they finally will get to that 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 point. I think they could represent. Will represent the if they stay healthy, they'll represent the American League this year. I don't know if they can beat the, the Dodgers. The Dodgers, Chris, are just loaded everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, they got it all. They got it all. I'm not sure. Yeah, they could go. They could go back to back, Mark. They could go back to back. I mean, I'd like to see the as a Yankee fan, you know, and I'd like to see obviously the Yankees at least get to that point, but. We'll see what happens. But but even though I'm a Yankee fan, I'm just looking at this Red Sox lineup, Chris, and I, I just don't see it. I mean, I, any even if you're a Red Sox, a diehard Red Sox fan, and I want some of our Red Sox fans to chat in because we know we got a lot of them out there. Chat in. What do they think about this Red Sox lineup, Chris? Do they think they can win 80 games, 90 games? What do they think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, they I don't might know. win Mark. 70 I mean, games with that lineup. Listen, like I said, uh, I, there's, there's nothing in me that thinks that that, that team, okay, there's nothing in me that thinks that that team is going to go 500. Nothing. Chris, if they go, you know what they're going to have to play? And Cora was in the National League at one point as a, I think, a bench assistant coach. They're going to have to play old National League baseball. They're going to have to play small ball. They're going to have to hope that they can get some kind of pitching. I never heard of these guys, but they're going to hope they get some pitching. They play defense. They play small ball. They're not going to put up runs with that lineup, I don't believe. With those, yeah. you know, they got three or four guys at the top of the order, and then the drop off, it's like you fall off a cliff. Well, like I said again, uh, Mark, I just don't see them going 500. And, and look, some of these, like we talked about that mercy rule. Um, you know, we talked about that mercy rule. I mean, is that a good rule, do you think? You know? Well, I think it'll save arms. Chris, listen, the, the Major League Baseball has to do something to get to infuse, like, in other words, something back into the game. You know what I would do away with, Chris? You know what thing I you know what I would change to try to get back to something of, of more assemblance of listen, what got fans back into watching baseball in the steroid ever? 
home runs. Everybody was hitting the ball at 800 feet. People wanted to show up and watch that. Yeah. Get rid of that stupid. No, I agree. Chris, get rid of the shift. They, they make that shift illegal. Everybody has to play their positions. You put five guys on, on one side of the field. Really? So, so, so they can stop the ground ball. You know what? Forget the shift. Get rid of that rule. Make it a rule. You can't go into a shift. Everybody play their traditional positions and maybe you'll get some more excitement because you'll see more hits. You'll see more balls put in play rather than these foolish shifts that these people go into. Make that illegal. There's no shifts in baseball anymore. Play the sport the way it was meant to be played. Yeah. Nine guys, play your position, and, and maybe you'll get some excitement back. They got to do something. Yeah. So, and listen, I wanted to uh, wanted to get to NASCAR, get to our NASCAR, yeah. and it looks like, Joe, Joe, we having some problems getting Chad on right now? I thought he was on. He just uh, jumped back in, so if you want to admit him in, yeah, we'll get to it. Okay. All right, Joe, let him in. Let him in, Joe. So, let him in, Joe, and we'll talk. We'll talk to uh, Chad. So, joining us right now on our expert hotline is Chad Campbell uh, with our NASCAR minute. And uh, Chad, sorry to keep you waiting, but welcome into uh, Corso and Catone. Hey guys, that's fan. I man, you got your expert on here. I got a hold. You got technical. When you sending a camera crew out here? That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, listen. It, it, this is that's up to Joe. I mean, he he runs he runs the <laughs> ship. I'm telling you, you know he uh, and he runs a tight ship. So you know we'll hey, we'll see if we hey, get that camera. Hey, and Mark, man, hey, when I first turned this on, I thought I was watching Major League. I just hear you talking about you know uh, Serrano, Rick. Who are these freaking guys? You sound like Major League, the construction worker. Yeah, <laughs> this is on that. This is on. See, this is why this is on NASCAR guy. And this yeah. is why he's going to tell this is why he's going to tell us why NASCAR should be king over baseball, which you know what? I Oh, can't, come on I now, Chris, Chris, come on now. You know, I'm a baseball guy. Come on. Now, I Chris. can't disagree with that because I think base. I think I think I want to watch paint dry and rather than watch a baseball game. But Chad, listen, I watched the race over the weekend. So now we've had three of them. We've had the two Daytona races, and now they were at Homestead. Okay. So talk to me about this race because, you know, Byron won this race in the 24 car. Okay. And we talked a little bit last week about why are all the same guys up top? You know, why are all the same guys up top? Why are we seeing Bush, Harvick, uh, Truex, you know, Larson when he was, when he was with the other, uh, uh, with the other uh, Kip team? Yeah. Yeah, now, was Byron and, and was so Byron, the guy that won? Was he with Hendricks? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Hendricks, so yeah. last week we talked about that, Chad. Where all these, all the traditional guys, Bush, all these guys are up there, and now the first three races we see the Daytona 500, right? We see uh, Bell win that race, who's not a huge name. Right. We see McDowell win the the, the, the Daytona Road well, Course, and well, then we no, see McDowell won the 500 and Bell won the won the, won sorry, the Road yeah, Course. Yeah, yeah. I got those reversed, but okay. The road course was bell. The 500 was McDowell. And then you have this, this week you got Byron winning this. So Ma, uh, so uh, Chad, how is this happening right now? Well, uh, Daytona, you know, if you talk to all these drivers from the, from when I started watching it until now, they would always tell you the season starts after Daytona. So you can't really put much stock into Daytona because anybody can win it. So Michael McDowell winning that's not a not a big not a big shocker. Uh, it is a shocker because he's from Arizona and Arizona usually can't win anything. So that was a shock. But um, as far as uh, Bell and, and Byron go, I mean, 
uh, you know, the road course is fairly new, so we don't know who's going to be good there. It's only the second points race that they've ran on that course. So it's hard to say who's going to be good there. Um, but I mean, Christopher Bell, he, this guy's won a lot of races. He won a, a title in the truck series in 2017. He won, he got 16 wins in the Xfinity series in, in three years. So this guy knows how to, how to drive a race car. Um, you know, as far as William Byron goes, uh, you know, same thing with him. He won an Xfinity title as one year. So these guys know how to, how to win races. Um, but I'm not going to press any panic buttons with the, with the same old suspects, not, you know, struggling because they're going to win races like last year. I mean, you had between just two guys, Hamlin and Harvick, two of those guys you mentioned, 16 wins just between those two guys. That's almost half the season. So, you know, picking yeah, like uh, two races in NASCAR is about one game in football. So, if, you know, the Patriots, you know, in their heyday, if they lost the first game, it's one game. So I'm not going to press any panic buttons with these other guys. And, and with oh, Bell and Byron – yeah, exactly. Yeah, this one's, you know, on to, you know, on to Vegas, you know, which is Kyle Busch's hometown. Uh, you know, hopefully you can uh, have some better luck there. Okay. Well, listen, Chad, you, you bring up Kyle Busch, okay? And and that, you know, and I'm watching this race on, on Sunday. Mark, you watched the race too, didn't you? I did watch a little of it. You, you it said was a I watched it. I watched it. <laughs> I don't know. I find I, I listen. I always find Chad. I always find the race exciting because I like how it's produced. I like the uh, broadcast. I, I like what they do. I like how they get in the car, talk to the guys. Um, I, I, I find um, uh, uh, the, the, the Clint Boyer is amazing. Boy, I right. find I find uh, uh, Boyer and Gordon uh, entertaining. You know, I think I think Boyer is upstaging Gordon a little bit now. But um, right, yeah, and they had that big fight back in Phoenix, um, you know, back uh, several years ago. So they put them together was a was a, a so pretty Chad, genius I was thing. Re- I was reading an article this week, Chad, that said that um, when Hendricks is ready to turn to to to, to walk away, he's going to turn the keys over to the, the whole organization to, to to Gordon. Oh yeah, I that he's talked about that for a while, and then uh, Jeff Gordon actually own is part owner of the oh, forty eight or which is now the uh, yeah the the forty eight car. So right. yeah, he's already got a lot of he's got stake in that company. Yeah. Well, so Chad, get so getting you had mentioned Kyle Busch, okay? And I listen, I know I know you're a big Bush, a Kyle Busch fan. I understand, uh, and you like him a lot. So tell me what's going on with him. I mean. I'm watching this race. I'm watching the previous races. He's in there. You know, he gets in that top 15. It's not a factor. Yeah, I mean, you see him sniff into the top five sometimes, you know, if there's pit, if they're pitting and, and, and all that. And then he drops. You know, and then you see Botas by the end of the race. Is it, a, is it a team issue? Is it a driver issue? A pit? What is the problem? What's happening right now? I, I think it's a little bit of everything. He's, he's, if you go back to 2019, uh, he did win a championship, but he, he struggled the, the, the whole last three quarters of that year. And it's, they changed the packages on these cars. They decreased the horsepower exponentially on a vast majority of their tracks. So a guy like Kyle Busch, he's a driver. He's he, probably most of those drivers will tell you, he is by far the most talented guy out there. Uh, he can win a race in a lawnmower, but when you're hamstrung and you're handcuffed with the horsepower where you these mile and a half tracks, you're not even lifting off the gas. So you can't, you can't really outdrive anybody. Everything's to me is one in the shop now. So back in the, you know, up until 2019, 
everything was the driver in that car. You can make adjustments in the car. You could go in and dive bomb, outbreak people. And you could see him just fly through the field. Now, I think he's just discouraged and he's so vocalized. Chad, what did they do that for? Did they do that for safety purposes? They, I, they did. They said for safety, but also they're trying to, from what I understood, trying to level the field and make the races more exciting. Okay. Um, and and it's it's like when they put restrictor plates on the cars. Like I said, Daytona is really not a, a factor of how the season is going to go because you just get in the line and go, and hopefully you just stay out of trouble. But so he's really he's vocalized his displeasure with his package, and I think that's a part of it. And also, anybody that knows how Kyle Busch was when he first got in there, he was a he was a he was a hothead. He was he would whine and complain, and he would always be using fighting with people. Yeah, so and he was winning races, favors now. and yeah. he's not doing that. It's yeah. it's it's I don't know if he's lost it, but yeah, he's got to find something because he's he's just been a non-factor for the last you know season and a half. Well, and listen, our, 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 and, you know, and, and we're, we're getting short on time, Chad, but our New England guy, uh, Joey Logano, he's, he's listen, he's always running in that top five, top eight, top ten, you know, oh, yeah. he's, he's always there. So uh, New England fans can, uh, nice you know, can, be, can be happy with that, you know, can be happy with right. Joey Logano. And Chad, listen, before yeah. we let you go, I know, I know that you are a, an Arizona Cardinals fan. So really quick. Give me 30 seconds on J. What do you think this JJ Watt signing? What do you think about I, that? First of all, it's two years. I don't even know. Million. Look, yeah, I don't. I like, I, I haven't watched football the last few years for a variety of reasons. I won't bring those things up. So, I mean, I just know, I don't know how he's played the last few years, but he's a, I, I know he's an excellent human being. So you can't go wrong there. But, uh, um, so I guess it's good. I don't know how good that is money-wise based on his play. I haven't paid attention to football the last couple of years. But I did want to apologize for last week. I broke, I forgot to bring up the most glaring hook, you know, connection with NASCAR in Boston, and that is Mr. John Henry and his part ownership of Roush Fenway Racing with uh, Fenway Sports Group. They've got 50% of that in 07, so that's a big uh, you know, a huge deal with the, with the, with the Boston fans there. So, uh, John Henry, you know, you watch those number six car and number 17 car. Those are, uh, those have some Boston roots. See Mark. And that's why the Red Sox suck so bad because Henry is, <laughs> Henry, Henry's putting his, all his time into the NASCAR circuit, which tells me that's King over baseball. Chad, listen, we always appreciate you coming on, uh, and, and your insight on NASCAR. You're teaching us a lot and we're going to keep going with that. So thanks Chad for joining us. Thanks. Chad. All right, guys. Roddy Nation. Let's go. All right, guys. Yeah. That's Chad Campbell, our expert NASCAR on the expert hotline. And that was brought to you by JG productions, log on excellent work, podcasts, and more, uh, JG productions. Yeah. Moxie. I mean, this is why. You know, this is the reason why. But hey, Joey Logano's doing well. You know, he's up on that. Uh, he's up on the top, and he's a New England guy. So, uh, hey, listen, and Paula chats in about uh, NASCAR minute shift gears. Hey, listen, we're going to be talking about NASCAR. I like it. Mark likes it, or he's getting to like it. So New England needs to like it because Chris, it'll never be. Deal. It'll never be king over baseball. No, I'm just going to well, that. because they're all traditionalist. As time passes. You know, hey, it, it, it did it for me, man. It did it for me. So when we come back, we're going to have our uh, final thoughts, closing remarks, more uh, course and Catone after this.
message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Back in with uh, Corso and Katoma. Mark, again, time has flown by and we are at the end of the show. Mark, give me your final thoughts for today. He's got a pause. He's, he's got Chris. a long have, pause you know ahead Chris, of him. My God, a, he's got a lot a, of thoughts lot. going on in that Chris, brain. I have a lot of thoughts in my brain. I'm telling you, he's got the koozie with the thing inside. You, you know, I have a lot of thoughts in my brain this week. A lot of different things. I'm going to tell you what. Drink Chris. responsibly. Yes, def, absolutely. Drink responsibly. Um, I think my final thought is I'm actually getting a little bit excited about the Bruins. If I was I was chastising the Bruins a few weeks ago, but after watching, I really watched the last few games and really analyzed the last few games. And I think you brought up the fact about the seeding in the playoffs. The, the way this team is constructed, Chris, if they had a veteran, this could be this. It, I mean, it could be their year. It really could be their year. As And I've watched some other hockey games, too, over the last week and a half. These other teams that are supposed to be good. I like our chances. Yeah, Mark, listen, my my uh, my final thought for today. Listen, the Celtics basketball I, I just think they're a bunch of big bunch of individual selfish babies so i don't want to talk about that with foot with the, with with the patriots okay they're going to have to spend and they're going to have to overspend i do see cam newton my you know i do see cam newton ending up back on this team if they can't get jimmy garoppolo i believe that i think that will happen which means it may hurt depending on when it may hurt the free agency uh class that you that you're going to have in there but I will say, I'm, in, I'm not in complete agreement yet with um, Kuiper and Weiss, but Mac Jones is climbing up my draft board. I like his intelligence. I like the way he throws a ball. I just don't know if I just don't know if we should buy into him because of so much talent that he had around him. Oh, Chris, just one quick thing. I, I know we're over, but you brought up free agency. Um, Nate Burleson, who's on, you know. Monday, he's on the NFL Network, and he's also on um, a couple of other different shows. He said he thinks the Patriots will thrive in free agency because Belichick is still a draw. He disagrees with these people that are saying Belichick isn't a draw. If he's willing to pay some money, he's still a draw. He thinks that they're going to have a big free agency. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mark, again, um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we know we we again we know the problems that we're having. And listen, Mark, before we go, before we go, we have to we have to get take a call and get to our little friend, okay? Who's call who's calling in? We have to get to our little friend, uh, Olivia. Who Olivia? You're on the air. You're on Corso and Catone. Go ahead. I hurt my tongue, and I wish you were here to save me. Go, Pat. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you, Olivia. Thanks for the call. Uh, you know, we've gone a couple of shows and I'll hear from Olivia. I think I that she, Olivia. Uh, uh, we missed her. We missed her. She's going to Olivia. Listen, we're going to we're going to allow you to give your picks uh, in free agency and in the draft coming up. So we're happy to hear from Olivia, as always. Mark, some I, people I know Olivia wouldn't have taken the keel, Harry. No, for sure. For sure. She's got more. She's got more intelligence than that. So, Mark, some people to thank tonight. I uh, want to thank the people over at uh, Special Sauce Podcast, uh, the good people at JAG Media Productions, um, Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal law firm. Allow us to be your voice. And the, and the uh, NASCAR Minute was sponsored by JAG Media Productions. I think I said JG, but it's JAG Media Productions. Studio 42 Designs in North Providence, Rhode Island, and Mountain View Home Watch and Security, Scottsdale's leading private home security firm. We also want to thank our longtime producer and director. You finally got to hear him tonight, Joe Guarneri. Thank you, Joe, for keeping it all together and, and maintaining that. Join us next week on Tuesday, 7 p.m., Every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. And next week, Mark, we're going to get into what is the best jersey in all of sports? And what's the best jersey for all the Chris, four major sports Chris, teams? Also, now, we, no, don't say anything now. No, no, don't I'm not give it now. That. Chris, also, we should have more definitive information on these um, franchise tags. Because I think, I well, think the clock is starting to tick on that. Yeah, so you're getting ahead of me, Mark. You're getting ahead of me. You always get ahead of me. I'm telling you. He's wired tonight. We are going to get into uh, get into the uh, the franchise tags. And again, we're going to get into that jersey. So we want to hear from you next week. Call, chat in. Joe will have this up on YouTube all week if you want to listen again. And I also want to give a, a special uh, happy birthday to my son, CJ, who's 15 today. So happy birthday, CJ. Uh, for Marketone. Happy birthday, CJ. For Marketone, I'm Chris Corso. So long, everyone. 